Welcome to Passive Income Group 360, the podcast for new and upcoming entrepreneurs who are ready to stop living from paycheck to paycheck and finally achieve real financial freedom. This is your host, Lisa Michelle. I've been a solo attorney for 20 years, but in 2019, I began my search for the best sources of passive income. Now, each and every Friday, I share with you everything I've learned along the way. No fake gurus, no flashy Lambos, just real information that you can use today. So what are we waiting for? Let's get started. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This is Passive Income Group 360, the podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Michelle. Thank you so much for being here. If it's your first time here, welcome. If you've been here before, I appreciate you coming back. So today I want to jump right in and talk about Pinterest. I know there's been an episode where I went into the Pinterest strategies, but not everyone is familiar with Pinterest and not everyone has used the platform before. So I thought I would kind of go backwards and just cover the basics on what Pinterest is, how to create a Pinterest pin that will convert and how to get your first uh, viewers on Pinterest. So or first followers or first viewers. So basically Pinterest is it's like almost like a social media platform and search engine. And similarly to uh, Google, people find your pins based on the keywords that they put in the search bar. And people tend to go to Pinterest looking for ideas or information on certain things. So you want to make sure that your images are attractive and eye-catching because that will make someone actually click on your image. So it is a search engine. So people go on the platform, they put in a search term, maybe uh, DIY home decor because they're looking for ideas. You know, it's very image driven. So people will go there looking for ideas and information on how maybe to decorate a living room or how to decorate, um, you know, uh, or well, what they can do to make their garden look more attractive, things like that. So, Um, I go into Canva to create my Pinterest pins and each graphic that gets posted on Pinterest, they're called pins and they're typically, um, you know, rectangle in shape and they've got an image on the front with text letting you know what you'll find once you actually click on that particular pin. So you create your pin. I make mine in Canva. Um, You put in an attractive image, you put on your text, and you also want to add a a URL link so that when people click on your pin, it'll take them either to your website or your Etsy shop or your online store or wherever you want them to go, you would include that URL. So when people click on it, they're taken to your website and it's a great way to get free traffic. So you can place Pinterest ads. We'll get into that later but it's a great way to get free organic traffic. And there are millions of people on the platform. So it's an opportunity to really have your business uh, in the forefront of a a lot of people at one time. So you would create your image, uh, put it on your pin. You put the text on there describing, you know, what that particular pin or graphic is about and what they'll find when they click on it. So you don't want to make clickbaity pins where people will click on something that says, you know, DIY home decor, then they click on it and it takes them to a website that is about cooking because then that's misleading. So you want to make sure that your pin title or what you write on the front of your pin will accurately describe what they'll find 
once they click on the pin. And because there's so many pins on Pinterest, the only way really to be found is to do some keyword research and to accurately uh, name and describe your pin. So on Pinterest, everyone creates boards and each board is named after a relevant topic. So if you are interested in home decor, you could have a board that's named, you know, home decor or DIY home decor. And then all of your pins that are related to that would be pinned to that board. So you can have, you know, 30 boards, but each board should have a different description, different name, and it should contain pins that are just related to that topic. So you may have one board that's DIY home decor. You may have one board that is healthy dinner recipes. You may have one board that's, um, you know, wedding dress inspiration. And each one is separated, right? So you can put the relevant pins on the relevant boards, right? So that makes sense. Now, in order to make your pin, um, in order for people to find your pin, you would want to make sure that one, you give it the proper title. So when you go to Pinterest, you can go to the search bar, put in the topic. So let's say we were doing one pin that was specifically um, going to show you, um, you know, DIY, you know, rustic home decor. You could, now, now if, that actually, if that search term actually pops up in Pinterest, then you know someone's actually searched for it before. And it's a good term to use for your pin title. You don't want to make your pin title something that's so, you know, impossible for someone to find, right? Um, rustic home decor is something that will come up in Pinterest. But if you put something like rustic and whimsical living room furniture, that search is not coming up in Pinterest because no one's ever put that search term in there. So you don't want to name it something so obscure. If you put in the search term rustic home decor and that is coming up as a search term, that's something that you can name your pin. So you can put on your pin um, something regarding rustic home decor, but you want to put a catchy title that will make someone actually want to click on it. So you can't just call the pin or the text on the pin can't just say rustic home decor. You can put something like amazing rustic home decor, uh, one of a kind rustic home decor, um, rustic home decor um, that your family will love. You want to put something on there that will make someone want to click on it to see what it is you're talking about. Okay. So you can name that. You can make that your title. You can actually put that text on the pin and you want to find a picture that reflects rustic home decor, right? So wherever you get your free stock photos, it could be Unsplash, Pixabay, Pexels, uh, if you're using Canva, you can use Canva stock photos and put something that, you know, was reflective of rustic home decor. You don't want to put, you know, a picture of a, a burger in the background and you're talking about rustic home decor, right? So everything's got to match up. So now you've got your title and you've got your image. The next thing you want to do is write a description of the pin. Now the description has to contain the same keywords. So if you started off talking about rustic home decor, you definitely want to make sure that in your description, you'll say 
look at this amazing rustic home decor that is easy to do yourself. Um, you know, if, if other keywords or phrases popped up when you did that initial search, then you want to put that in your description as well. So when you were searching for rustic home decor, if you also saw, you know, rustic uh, living rooms, rustic bedrooms, rustic um, furniture, rustic coffee tables, if any of those apply to, you know, wherever you're taking them, put that in a in description. So you can say amazing, you know, uh, DIY rustic home decor, including, you know, rustic handmade um, uh, coffee tables and sofas that will look great in a room with a rustic theme. You see what I mean? You've got a whole rustic decor theme going so that when someone goes on Pinterest and they type in rustic decor, your pin has got that keyword throughout the title, the description, your image is related to that. And that'll give you a better chance of popping up when they search for your particular keyword. All right, so you got the image, the title, and the description. You also want to make sure that you put something in the alt text box. So alt text is just a way that we can let people know what that image is about, even if they've got some type of uh, visual impairment. So if they're using a service that, you know, that will help the visually impaired uh, interpret what may be included in an image, the alt text is very useful. So for the alt text, you can just put something like, you know, image of um, DIY rustic home decor, or you can put image of uh, rustic um, couch or sofa or whatever. Just put something in there regarding rustic home decor, just so it ties everything together. And then the last thing you want to do is put in, of course, your URL. So you want someone to click on the pin and be taken somewhere. So if you have a blog, direct them directly to your blog. If you have an Etsy shop, put that link there. Wherever you want them to land when they click on your pin, make sure you put that there. All right. So now that your pin is, you know, is optimized for conversion based on your keywords, you'll want to make sure that you pin it, which means, you know, post it up on the platform and then save it to a board that is also relevant. So now that you've got your pin, you don't want to save it to a board that's for, you know, homemade appetizers, right? You want to save it to a board that's related to, guess what? Rustic home decor. And it, it may just be a home decor board. That's fine. Um, but if you've got, you know, something like rustic home decor as your board, obviously you want to put it there and, and then you're good to go. So, one of the main things is just be sure that you've got the keywords in place and an attractive image. Those two are very important. Now, the Pinterest algorithm rewards people who pin um, unique pins often. So they don't have to totally be different. You can create one template and then, you know, kind of copy that and change the image, uh, change some of the wording, so that you've got basically the same pin, but you're changing the image and you're changing some of the wording. So Pinterest will see it as a new pin. So ideally, you'd want to pin, um, well, for me, for my blog posts, I'll create, 
between five and 10 pins for each blog post. And that's on the conservative side because there are people who create 20, 30 pins uh, to go up every week. So if you do 10 pins for your, let's say you've got one item that you're, you're trying to promote on Etsy, you can do 10 pins for that one item so that there are 10 pins that have you know different images, the text has been you know rearranged or, or, or changed, and they're all going to that same link, the same item. You'd want to put them up so that they are, you've got at least one pin, like one new pin being pinned daily. You definitely want at least one pin daily. Now, if doing that is um, like too cumbersome, if you just don't have time to create pins, I totally get it. Uh, if you're new to creating pins, they can take a while, you know, until they actually look the way you want them to look. You can schedule them using Canva or you can use a tool like Tailwind. And Tailwind is what I use partially because it does the pinning for you and it'll schedule it out for you. So if you put those 10, 20, 30 pins into Tailwind, it'll send them out like over time. So they're not all going out one day. You can have one going out today, one going out in a few days, one next week, you know, it'll spread them out for you so that you can upload all of them at one time. And you could actually be done with your pinning for a whole month. You can schedule it out for the whole month and not have to worry about it, which is a time saver. You can just spend one day making your pins, putting them in Tailwind, schedule them out, and they'll go out for that for 30 days. And you don't have to even worry about it anymore. Unless you have another item that you want to promote, then you have to go in and put those into Tailwind. So it's helpful for that. But I think for me, um, something that's equally beneficial is the fact that they have uh, something called communities or tribes in Tailwind. So you can join a community that's related to your niche where you can upload your pins and they go to everyone in the community and they can share them to their followers or their, you know, viewers or visitors. And you just get so much more exposure that way, as opposed to you just, you know, putting them up there with your keywords, hoping someone finds your pin, you can pin them to this community. And there's some of these communities have thousands of people in them. There's, I have, I'm in one community and there are almost 6,000 people in there. So when I put my pin in there, you know, I'm hoping that more people um, will share it with their um, followers and the people that visit their site, their uh, page, and just to get more exposure that way. And that's helped me a lot. Um, because when I first started pinning on Pinterest, I was doing it myself manually. So I would sit down and I'd put my pins up, you know, every day I'd put my pins up, found pin, found Tailwind. Okay. So now I don't have to worry about pinning every day. But then when I actually got more involved with the community aspect of it, that's when I really noticed I had, um, more people actually finding my pins and when they find your pins, that means hopefully they'll click on it and go to your product or your website or your blog, whatever it is. And, um, they may even save it, you know, to their boards, which will give you even more exposure. So Pinterest is just a great way to get more traffic to wherever you need traffic, website, your store, wherever. So if you haven't used Pinterest before, I would highly suggest you get a free Canva account 
and try your hand at making some pins. And, you know, it's, it's free to, to post them on Pinterest. So you can try it out. If you don't get a lot of traffic, that's fine. Just look around the Pinterest platform, look at some of the other pins, get an idea of, you know, what pins, what, or con- converting pins look like. So you can, you know, kind of improve your design because it does take practice. It does take practice. So in the beginning, if you don't get a good response with it, just keep trying. And um, if you, you know, if you need help, um, if you need some pin templates, if you go to Passive Income Group 360.com uh, forward slash podcast, I've got uh, templates on there. If you, if you need something to get started, you can download those and it'll take you straight to Canva. All you have to do is just change the images, change the text, and they're ready to go. Um, and you can also sign up to uh, the newsletter on my website, and I can send you an email that'll give you more detailed information on, you know, naming your pins and, you know, just how to upload or pin pins that are more likely to convert. All right. So just go to the website, take a look. And if you need any um, assistance with the templates, you can find more resources there. So it's PassiveIncomeGroup360.com forward slash podcast. Okay, so until next time, that's all I've got. But I suggest you try it out. Get more traffic to your business for free. And you can, like I said before, you can place ads on Pinterest. So if you want to try it out for maybe $2 a day to see how that works out. I've tried that before for email challenges and that worked really well also. So you can do it for free or you can pay for ads. Either way, I suggest you try it out. Okay, I hope you're doing well. I hope you're safe. Hope your business is thriving. If you're planning on starting a business, I hope that you plan on doing that very soon. Don't put it off. <laughs> don't put, there'll never be a perfect time to do it. So don't put it off. Um, and you can always go to the website if you need more resources. All right, but until next time, peace. I really hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please subscribe and look in the description for a link to join fellow listeners online. Until next time, peace.